you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. <laughs> I just figured out how to work the Zoom. Welcome on in to Off the Edge with your boy Cam Jordan. I'm just, I'm happy to be back in the wind column. After going on a three-game losing streak, the Saints went marching in this past weekend, beating the Carolina Panthers. And, you know, putting ourselves in, in a three-way tie in our division. Uh, that being said, we'll talk about how we won, why we won, where we want to keep on winning with. Um, and, you know, bring in one of my guys, you know, Pat Sertain, the second. Not to be confused with a junior. He's the second. Uh, and ask him, you know, what he, what and how and why and who and where Pat is right now. You know, we're going we're gonna to cover all of it. On off the edge, which me, your boy Cam Jordan, we're also going to talk about what happened this past this past game uh, against Kansas City, uh, for which what could have been a potentially a game winning touchdown with Kadarius Tony had he not been in the neutral zone and the infractions of such. So come on, tune in, stick with me wherever you get your uh, wherever you get your podcasts, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever else. Come mess with us, you know? You can even check us out on, on YouTube, NFL channel, where you can drop the full episode at times. Come on! It's warm. It's real. We're going to get into a lot of things. Stick with me. Off the Edge with me, Cam Jordan. Let's get to it. And in fact, I'm going to start off with the preempted, hey, what happened to me this week? You know... Am I battling a high and a low ankle sprain? Yes. But uh, beyond that, you know, we win against the Carolina Panthers. I go into um, my charity event the next day uh, where, you know, my foundation, God is love, boom. Put that down. God is love, boom. We're going to show that show that logo off. Um, was having a, a, a nice event with Youth Empowerment Project, which is an inner city organization in New Orleans that uh, d- does a lot of great things, uh, has a lot of uh, active after school activities, not only just for high school kids, you know, ele- junior middle school kids, elementary kids, but for also, you know, kids who are trying to get their high school degree, their GEDs. So they could be 19, 20, whatever, but it, th- it feels like those are the kids that sort of fall through the cracks. So it doesn't matter the age. I just want to give some positivity back. Been doing this for three years now, this annual give back over at Sneaker Politics uh, down in the French Quarter. Um, and it's always a phenomenal event. So this is just, you know, it still was a great event. But while I'm at at the event, I'm talking to kids, I'm talking to Young and young adults, I, I guess, because some of them were, you know, 17, 18, 19. There was as young as about seven, eight, you know, the wide range of kids just from New Orleans, uh, which is just, again, showing love. I go to the back of, of Sneaker Politics, the little back inventory room. I'm over here signing some autograph books that I'm going to give out at the end of this event. And as I'm headed back into uh, into the, the main part of the store where the kids are picking out sneakers, 
door booms in kids are ushered in i'm like hey what's going on then next thing you know we hear some gunshots go off and it's not like right in the store the store is probably 900 square feet it's not a huge room it's not a huge store but it's it's sizable you know and right next door at a place called legendary which i i pulled up to the car i was like man i'm gonna get me one of these milkshakes right after it's a, it's a milkshake spot you know right after my event there's a a yelling match that I guess escalated into a, a fight, which escalated into somebody pulling a gun out and, and letting off, which made me feel terrible because these, you know, one, after I, after nobody, I realized that nobody in the party, nobody in the event was injured. Two, it made me feel terrible because these kids have now been shown an extreme violence, have been exposed to extreme violence. And this was supposed to be a, a an event of positivity and, and just showing that people care about each other. Um, you know, which at least that opens up a dialogue of, hey, man, like, you know, with all the craziness that happens in this world, we can control what we can't control. And that is, you know, being blessed to to keep on breathing, keep on walking and try and be a positive light to somebody else, which is how you try and spin it. And I'm like, man, like some of these kids don't need to see this. They don't need to be like, you know, some of these kids are, you know, had had a, a sweetheart that a young lady um, that, you know, had had. had put cancer into remission, had cancer in remission. And, you know, this was an uplifted moment for her. There was, there was a, a gal that um, had been affected like in her, in her immediate family, a sibling or two that had lost their lives to gun violence. So for that to happen, it triggered a lot of emotions, but it also opened up some conversation that you could have. So hopefully it was still a positive event. You know, the police showed taped off the whole the whole like half the block which we were a part of but they allowed us to leave after we finished our event no bullet holes in the car no bullet holes in people which is the most important thing even in the legendary spot i don't think anybody actually got shot which is phenomenal um and you just wish it wouldn't have happened but at the same time grateful that nobody was injured nobody was affected affected uh in terms of you know uh, lives being lost. Uh, and so we just went on, you know, now I'm more inspired. I'm, I'm just going to double back and do another event, uh, at, at another sneaker politics. You know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep on pushing love. Like uh, immediately I'm like, well, you know, if anything, love creates love, bro. Positivity creates positivity. So we're going to do a, do a fly, another event and, and uh, with another group of kids, another group of excellent people. And we're going to do it this week just cause, you know, like if anything in the face of negativity, we're going to create positive motion. So that's, that's that. And we're going to push on, you know, we'll, we're going to turn on to the next subject. The most important subject is the saints winning. You know, the saints getting back to the win column. And we talk about uh, leading up into it. Going into the Saints versus Carolina, you know, an in-division opponent, it doesn't even matter sometimes, you know, what the records are are, are indicating. There's always going to be flair fight from each side. Like, it's that important of a game. It feels like sometimes a pseudo-rivalry game. Uh, but Carolina came in New Orleans, left with the L because the Saints marched in there and came out with a W. But leading up to this game, you know, it's, it's important for us to, to win this game because it gets us back in the race. We're on a three three game losing streak. We have to win this game. The whole week, all we're saying is, "Hey, be on your p's and q's. Dot your your i's, cross your t's. Everything has to be perfect. We have to know our gap assignments, our alignments, our techniques. We have to come out with this win, you know." Uh, and leading up to the game, it's like, "All right, we're here. This is what we want to do." Um, and we get, you know, we get to the game. Of course, uh, leading up into the game, Jabari Greer, a cornerback for the New Orleans Saints 
gets inducted to the Saints Hall of Fame and we have him drop what I call the hammer. I don't know what you call it, but the mechanism where you throw your hands up, you hype up the crowd, throw your hands up, drop your hands down, and the crowd, the Saints nation goes crazy. It's 70,000 fans screaming, who that? Who that say going to beat them Saints? Who that? Who that? You get like awe-inspiring chills down your spine every time. It never lasts. I was like, puts the biggest smile. It's like a little, it's like a little kid getting a happy meal. Like no matter what mood you're in, it gives you the same exact exhilarating smile. You sit there like, like I know Invisalign is proud because like after the, after the treatments, my my smile is the widest, brightest, you know, most aligned situation it's ever been. And I'm sitting there just every time. And I got to do it with my guy Jabari, whom I played with when I was a rookie, second year in the league. He played for a couple years for you know you know he, his time was over. And just shout out to Jabari Greer for uh this for for the career that he had and being you know Saints Hall of Fame worthy, uh, which takes us into the game of. You know, the first drive, uh, three and out, we come down uh, on offense side, we we score, and then it's it's all from there. You know, uh, my, my young buck, uh, DeMarco Jackson, scored his first touchdown off a of special teams play, blocked the – who blocked the punt? I think it was Nephi Sewell blocked the punt. And that ball's blocked! That ball's blocked, picked up, and that's going to be a touchdown, New Orleans! DeMarco Jackson! Big block by Nephi Sewell. Um, DeMarco Jackson scoop scores. I mean, and we were off to the races. That's all that matters. You know, everything going on from there. Uh, game ensues. We win. We're, we're overly excited. I, I think there's, you know, that that play particularly sticks out. Uh, so we go on from there. And, you know, it's just it, it's a it's a it's a highlight party for everybody. You know, um, there I am just sort of like in the party. At least I get to be in the party. Uh <laughs> I can't wait till I can bend the corner again. Uh, it's going to happen shortly. I like high ankle sprain two weeks ago, compounded with a low ankle sprain, or maybe it's three weeks ago. No, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, low ankle sprain. So now I got a high low last week. Yep. And then, so, you know, in my mind, I'm going to be healthy by tomorrow. So just know we're only getting back and we're getting better. We're looking forward to this next four game stretch because we have. Actually, I think I know the opponents that we have. We have the Giants coming in. They call them Tommy Cutlets, and I'm not sure why they're doing this. I saw the game this past uh, this past week. Uh, I think it was a Monday night game, and he was everybody was bobbity bobbity boobity. You know, he has he's got an agent that you think he'd have with a name like Tommy DeVito. You know, he's got he's got like this this hey, you know, my guy, come here, come my. You know, I feel like I went to Italy this year, and I just picked up me the the situation. And we got, but anyways, we got the Giants with Tommy DeVito. We got the Rams. Uh, you know, of course you got their, their, their team. Yeah. Rams. I almost said Chargers for some reason. Weird. Uh, they got the Rams with their team, of course. And then after that is Bucks and we finished with the Falcons. I'm wearing black air forces that week. I'm calling it now. Just no, just evil intentions that last week. Um, but cause I feel like they got me and I need my get back. Um, but that's just is what it is. Um, so we have every everything that we want in front of us. We win these four games. We will continue on, I'm sure, and go to the playoffs, and that's where we want to be. You know, you finish 10-7, and seven, you go into the playoffs with, you know, with confidence. Just lead out. I'm just calling it. It is what it is. And so from there, we're going to go to being in the family section. Everybody's coming through. You know, my, my kids making fun of me like, Dad, you're limping. I'm like, yeah, you know, I know. Uh, we're leaving. And Alvin Kamara has, uh, as, as an ambassador for NASCAR. I see this dope ride. He, he like spins out, whatever it is. Um, 
he probably came into the game just like that, but he's leaving in this fully decked out AK symbol, NASCAR, whatever, to his event over at Politics, <laughs> where they had a collab with uh, with NASCAR. And it was, a, I heard it was an amazing fire event, uh, which of course I, you know, he gave the team t-shirts. We rocked them for warmups. I, nobody really asked us to, we just sort of did it. Team, big team, little me. And when you, when your teammate has something to support, we want to support it too. And now I want to go to a NASCAR race, event, situation, situation. I don't know. Same thing. It's going to be uh, like sometime this offseason, I'm going to make him take me to a race. It just is what it is. He owes me now. And so, you know, we just want to talk about just a little bit of situational football, if you will. When you think about neutral zone infractions, which has for some reason been targeted this past week. Everybody's talking about Kadarius Tony and how he was or wasn't in the neutral zone. It cost him, t- it honestly cost his team a, a, a winning play, which you figure in the play, Kadarius Tony like looks over to the sideline, but I believe, you know, their head coach, Andy Reid, said that he didn't check with the ref. So he looked over to the sideline with my mind and in and, and his mind, I feel like he said he probably checked, he probably checked that he was not in the neutral zone, but he didn't give enough time to get you know, a rebuttal. So he goes in and takes off, and Travis Kelsey catches a ball, looks for looks for anybody open, hits Kadarius Tony. They go score, and it gets called back because there was a neutral zone infraction upon Kadarius Tony, which sucks. Uh, and you wish that a play like that over a game like a like an inch or two, it's a game of inches. So like not even much. His shoe was in the, the you know the the neutral zone infraction flag. Flag was thrown early, so the play really should have been dead super early. There should have been a whistle blown, and then you go, could continue. But that's neither here nor there. You knew it was coming back. Well, anyways, the referee did. Uh, was it an infraction? Yes. And did they have to call it? No. But did they call it? Yes. And they stood on their business. It was the right call once the once they figured it was the right call. There's nothing you can do to get that one back um, other than just move on. So... Is what it is. And in our game against the uh, Carolina Panthers, my young guy, Brian Brzee, uh, got a neutral zone infraction where on that very same play, a tight end fully jumped out of his stance. And they called it on Brian Brzee. Brian Brzee is a nose tackle or D tackle. So he doesn't even have the luxury of looking at a referee to make sure he is onside. Sometimes they just do it. And sometimes they give leeway. You know, referees realize that players are human just like, we as players have to realize referees are human. Then that comes with some error and some leeway, you know, some penance, if you will. Sometimes the, you know, a referee will come up and be like, hey, you're getting close to the neutral zone. Or, hey, you sort of lined up too close to the ball. And I'm like, well, I'm lining up too close to the ball because this tackle is two and a half yards away from the ball. I don't know. I don't know in which, you know, how far I am in terms of parameters of the ball because I'm looking at this tackle and he shouldn't be this far off. The tackle has a, a a set amount of distance that he can be off of of the ball himself. So I'm just thinking what I'm normally used to is setting up is changing my perception of where I'm supposed to be. And you know we, we've had those talks. And at the same time, sometimes you don't get those talks. Sometimes it's like, hey, neutral zone infraction. You're like, bro, let me know. I could have backed up. Like I would have backed up. Like if if Kader's Tony had ran over and checked the ref, the ref probably would have been like, hmm. And he would have scooted back and Chiefs would have won. But that's not what happened. You know, he thought he looked over, didn't, and he was in the, the neutral zone. And, yes, he could. He literally didn't create an impact on the play until after uh, 
uh, Travis Kelsey caught the ball and then sent it to him, but he could have let it go, but he didn't. So since he threw the flag, the referee was in the right. He was he saw what he saw, and I can't knock him for having good vision. Sometimes I'm trying to knock up knock a referee because he doesn't have good vision. I'm like, what are you looking at, and where did you get this from? Just uh, some some of those things that you have to live with, you know. Be better for the next game. All right, coming up next on Off the Edge with me, your host Cam Jordan. I've got my guy Patrick Sertan the second. Legacy, legacy, big vibes over there with my former head coach, Sean Payton, at the Denver Broncos. Everybody thought it was a fire sale, but no, they put together a winning streak. My guy, Pat, will tell us how it's done and how he's feeling. Coming up next, stick with us. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Appreciate you, man, uh, tapping in with my, my podcast, Off the Edge, with your boy Cam Jordan. I'm bringing into you a, a dog. He's young, but he's ready. You know what I'm saying? Uh, already a, a first-team all-pro, already a pro bowler, just coming in hot, active, knowing what you've done, knowing all that you things that you've already accomplished. Yeah, I've got Pat Sertain the second. You know, I just want to say, bro, it's crazy to see, you know, sure you're a top 10 pick drafted from the University of Alabama, roll damn tie. You know, every time every time an Alabama guy comes in, I get a text message from Mark like, you see what we're producing out here. We real uh, wide receiver you, DBU, running back you, et cetera, et cetera. Mark Ingram, you know, first Alabama Heisman Trophy winner, whatever it is. For you, I see, you know, you've got another Pro Bowl. You already got your first Pro Bowl. Are you looking forward to a second Pro Bowl? The way you playing, the way you eating, the way your defense starting to turn up, the way your team going – uh, eyes are on you when you showing up and, and, and playing lights out. You know, I'm definitely looking forward to another Pro Bowl now because, shoot, not only me, I feel like, you know, my teammates around me on the defense balling out, and that even makes me look better, you know, uh, on my play. Because, you, you know, when you've got a group of guys just making plays uh, left and right, you know, it makes your film speak out as well, too. Because everybody looking like, okay, okay. What's, this def- what's this defense going to do next? So, uh, you know, being a part of that, I definitely think, you know, I, I definitely have, you know, some favors going towards Pro Bowl. Yeah, like Abs- edge. Absolutely. You know absolutely. I mean? so. Yeah. When, when, you know, when there's when there's them, them rubies and sapphires is dancing and you that diamond, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah. You, you, that light hit a little bit, a little bit brighter. Oh, you know, like that, that light shine different, boy. <laughs> as as you're playing into team, bro, like just tell me what does that change? Cause I already talked to Kareem. You know, Kareem's my guy, another Alabama yeah, product, yeah. but Kareem my guy. What was that that pivot of change where now you guys have put this streak of wins in? What in the locker room got you here? I just think our mentality shifted. Uh, you could tell, you know, by guys in the locker room how dedicated and committed they was to winning games, um, especially during along the lines of this stretch. You know, we facing tough teams across the league and being able to secure wins like this is very important for us to, you know, push towards that playoff push and. I just think guys believed in the locker room and we got a bunch of guys believe in one goal and just come together collectively understanding, you know, what we have in front of us. Uh, I think it just builds team success and that's what we've been doing so far. 
definitely building success. Yeah. You, got, you got you got Russ, you got Russ playing well. You know, defense out there eating. I feel like they targeted my guy Kareem Jackson for every 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 hit he out, he puts out there. You out there really locking lock being a locksmith on the other side. Just it's fun to watch. You know, like I love I love good defensive ball, and you guys are playing at a high level, bro. I, I love that for you guys. You know, you start off one and five, and now you guys are sitting at what seven and six? Yeah, seven and six. Right, right in the mix. It's a, it's a whole bunch of. It's a whole bunch of seven to sixteens right now too. So, but in the hunt crazy. and being in the hunt, now you yeah. now you got some you, four games left. Yes, like I said, it's just about that time for us to like really make a statement. You know what I mean? You know, really separate ourselves. So, you know, it's it's about time to lock in. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> right, Christmas coming up. You know what I'm saying? That playoff picture is still bright. I yeah. like you didn't you didn't really have that hope this time last year. So, like, you know, what would it mean to make the playoffs this year? Shoot, it'll mean a lot because my first two years, we we fell short. Um, last year, it was kind of like we wasn't really there for real, but like the first year we was there, we just ain't, we just ain't finished. And I feel like this year around this time, we just got to finish, man. Understanding that this month and these next couple of games is all about finishing because, you know, we're playing a lot of great opponents. It's just all about understanding what's in front of us, our goals, our team goals we set before the season. And, you know, and that's what we're trying to do. No doubt, you look. You're you're, you're you're now head coach. Was my former head coach. That man yeah. will put up like playoffs are made in the month of November, earned in the month of December. Like he he give you all those percentage stats. You know, going to the team mm-hmm. meeting, like, hey, this is a percent. You win in November, this is what happens towards the playoff picture. You win in December, this is what happens. And you know, each game becomes that much more important. You know, just like just like our team, bro. We're six and seven, and we we still got that playoff hopes. You know, we're still fighting something in in the hunt of it. It's like, all right, the, the month of December, we got to be flawless. Yeah, you know, like we, sure. we got we, we got to go. Is there anything that, you know, Sean Payton has done that sort of tra- transition? Like, you know, right before the trade deadline, it seemed like everybody was on trade blocks. He made a couple, you know, cuts, trades, whatever it was. And you're like, all right, maybe this team is just in rebuild mode. But y'all came out of that turn and, and sort of, and sort of again, gone to the lengths of putting this win streak together. What specific traits has Sean showed that it was like he's the right coach for the Broncos? Yeah, um, as you've been around him, I think the guy is just full of great energy, positive energy, and he always brings that winning demeanor upon us. He he has a type of edge to him that you want in the head coach. You know, what I mean, he he very confident. He got that swagger to him. He's strong. He he yeah, yeah, he gonna talk his talk too. You know, what I mean, uh, I think he just brings you know brings the energy out of the guys in the locker room, man. When you got a guy like that as a head man, you expect nothing but success. And obviously his resume speaks for itself. He knows how to win uh, in big games and pivotal games. So um, it's been great um, getting to know him, getting to understand how he runs things, um, his philosophy of things as well, too. Uh, you could just see a shift of change going around the organization. Sure. No doubt. Slightly, slightly pigeon toed toes. It's just a little hump. You see? He, yeah, he's, always, yeah. he's always got the new pair of J's on, like, oh, you ain't got these. Yeah, these yeah, coming yeah. out next week. You'll get these one. It's, it's one crazy because I, I walk in his office, I see like boxes and stacks of J's just lined up in his office. I'd be like, I can have some. He's like, man, take whatever you want. Yeah, you know, oh, y'all, just, y'all must y'all must be close to the same size then. Okay, y'all sitting, to, y'all sitting he, at 12 and a half, 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wear 13. So <laughs> yeah, slide in. Yeah, yeah, I, I, had to, I had to get right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, man. Let the pivot away from Sean one time. Get back to you because you out here you really balling, bro. 
I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, the, your, your next wave and where you can go because you've already made all pro team. You've already made a pro bowl team. You know, you're going to start stacking these accolades, bro. I want to know, like, this far into the season, bro, the consistency, the, the, the level of work you put in, what is the toughest receiver that you've had to face this season, if there is one, or maybe the last two years? Um, the last two years, um, there's been a lot of good receivers. I'll say Devontae Adams was, you know, one of my favorite matchups because uh, we've been going at it. Um, you know, every time, you know, each because he in my division now, so each and every yeah. year I got to, I got twice, twice them. a year. Yeah, yeah, twice a year. So, um, yeah, it's it's some good matchups, some good battles when we face each other. So, you know, I, I'll definitely say him. Um, you know, I went up against Tyreek Hill, those guys. So, I, I've been I've been against some pretty great receivers. I could say so far in my career. Okay, look, I saw I saw a clip that you said you know you uh, in the off season you wanted to work on your off off press coverage. You feel like you you've you've achieved that this year? Yeah, I have. Um, it's just all about the feel because I think experience is your best friend. And, you know, me, I'm a press guy. You know, I want to get your face, my noni, my no, you know, put hands on receivers. But what I learned was you want to change techniques, you know, here and out throughout the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to show one look. You want to give, you know, receivers different looks. And, you know, I believe I evolved in off coverage as well too, just having a feel for it, you know, being natural with, I think, it helped exceed my game a little bit more for sure. Hey, look, you could be a pitcher, man. You could be like Blake Snell, be best at what you do out there, just slinging heaters. Right. Or, the, yeah. or you can go Shohei Otani and be like, yeah, I can, I can sling them or I can go ahead and knock one out the ballpark for you. Either yeah. way, you know, you increase your value, you make that. But yeah. you know increase your value, man. Hey, look good. It look good. You play good. You play good. They pay good. You know, you got to increase that value. So you being Always. able to play on and off the man. Them, them levels are going to start stacking. They're going to look at you next year like, we got to pay him today because we wait till tomorrow. The price is going to keep going up. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, got to. It's, it's, it's only right, bro. Only no right. doubt. Are you a big, like, film guy? You know what I'm saying? Like, some guys watch themselves. Some guys just watch all motions they, or they watch the specific receiver. What is it that you're keying in on uh, from week to week? Yeah, I, I could be honest. Uh, like, my rookie year, like, I, I, I wasn't great at film study, you know what I mean, as I am, you know, right now. Because, you know, my rookie year, I was just starting to get to the basics. Like, I was watching film, but sometimes I feel like, what what specifically am I watching? Like, I feel like I'm just watching plays, just run-throughs, and just looking. Yeah. Like, now I, I'm, I'm That film really like, watching you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm holding in, like, okay, what am I watching this day? Like, I, I separate uh, certain days, like, okay, I'm going to watch receiver targets. Then I'm going to watch yeah. third downs. You know, I'm going to watch, you know, run game, play pass, you know, little little things Absolutely. like that. So that way I can really, like, hone in on that and memorize it even better instead of just watching, sitting down, just watching games and stuff. So I could say specifically, um, you know, looking back on my first year of this year, I could say my film study has increased. It's steadily evolving, steadily increasing. It's, yeah. a detrimental, it's a detrimental to evolve with the game, you know. Like, yeah, you can't to. just be you can't be the same player you were yesterday. It's time to push that on beyond. That's 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 the beauty of it all, bro. Is just that that want to get better. So we we talk about you know just high expectations. Just you know you coming from from DBU. Is there such a thing? What is DBU? Is is that you or LSU? Y'all done put out some I, dogs, if, or would you enter Ohio State into the prairie? Like if you had to pick one, unbiased. Unbiased. I say right now, um, Bama. Okay. If you look. If you look at the resume right now, like it's a whole bunch of guys. Like I say, back in the day when 
you know, guys was, you know, in their prime and balling. I say LSU for sure because they had, they had some great DBs, you know, come yeah. out and make, you know, do their thing in the NFL. But, but you know, we got, yeah. you know, we got guys like me, Trayvon Diggs, Mika Fitzpatrick, um, you know, Xavier okay. McKinney, whole bunch of guys, man. Like, you can just go on the whole list. It's definitely a list. Yeah. It's definitely y'all really showing out. It's definitely a list. Y'all, y'all definitely getting active. How do you feel about them jumping FSU undefeated, snubbed by snubbed by the committee to put in the Alabama Power Five yeah. conference undefeated? I, was, lie. I thought I really thought like they did Florida State wrong. I, I think they deserve a fair chance. You know what I mean? Um, undefeated. Either, they don't I know. Undefeat. It's crazy. But obviously, everybody want to see points. They they ain't got their quarterback. You know how that go. Um, and still won. I know. They undefeated. The moneymaker is where the offense is, man. That's what they're trying to get. They're trying man. to get the most views. Everybody want to see. But I believe Alabama deserve it for sure. Um, you know, them beating the number one team in the country in Georgia no and beating them in, in a good fashion, I think they deserve it. And it, it was some debate because, you know, Pops at Florida State right now. And uh, mm. so he, he he was pretty, like, mad about it. He felt some type of way about it. Not. I told him y'all y'all deserve the chance at it for sure because um, being an under, undefeated Power Five team, I mean, what more can you do? You know, so uh, don't even don't even know what defeat tough. looks uh, like. like yeah, yeah, don't know, it's, it, not not like scrubs. Like we had to go through our gambit of players. You yeah. know, open up LSU, beat them, then you go on through the season. And I said, dang. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's tough. Uh, I, f- I feel for the boys though, but I think it's gonna be a great playoff um, in general. Right, got, got some great teams, you know, battling out for the championship. So once you once um, once you win, like now there's no looking back, and you ain't yeah. never gonna couch. You ain't never gonna count Nick uh, Coach Saban out. You know what I'm saying? Like you talk about uh, you you can't. But I'm just saying, I'm just gonna put that out there. The Pac-12 is no more. So I'm a root for my. You know, I'm not a UW guy, I'm a Cal guy, but I'm a root for the last of the pack. The pack. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like UW may be a dark horse. People are counting out already. Somehow, some way. Yeah, they they making some noise. I, I like their team. I like their team. They undefeated too. You know what I mean? Uh, everybody, no, they, everybody they, got, looking. they got one. Michigan's undefeated. You Doug yeah, got Michigan. one. Michigan's undefeated. Okay, but you Doug got one loss. Whatever that is. Like, oh, they got, got one. I know yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, I think they got one. But who okay. who who you got in the championship game? You know, I got Bama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, be biased. Uh, Go ahead. Throw, throw that Bama out there. Bama over. Like, you say Bama over Texas? Or no, Bama, Bama over? Who, yeah, yeah, Michigan. Yeah. I think Michigan. Michigan. Okay. Uh, Sure, I like I like Texas over you Washington. Yeah. Just because I want to I want to see the rematch and I want to see Bama, you know, what I mean, hand it to the boys. Because you know, Texas beat us early in the year. I want to see Bama right. Texas. That's what I'm saying. They got the they already know, like they got the confidence of like if y'all yeah. come over here, you you know, you know we got the answer. Yeah, facts. That's my prediction. But I don't know, man. This is a lot of good teams, though. We'll see. So, you know, we both legacy guys. Your pops played, my pops played. You know, yeah. when I was younger, my pops used to give me like 24 hours, maybe before he like, hey, man, give me a call. We talk about the game. He'd be critiquing all my plays and like, be like, hey, this is where you can get better. At. Your pops still do that to you? Did your, pops do play the, um, your pops play the same position as you? Tight end. Tight so, end, okay. Yeah, so he had to block all like some some old head greats. You know, oh, he had a, okay. so he felt like, you know, like this is how you can beat a tight end or this is how you can get better in your technique. This is what worked. Oh, wow. It was. It might have been even worse because he was like, this is what I know works. On a tight yeah. end. Like, this is what I know works on. A, like, this is the mentality that we have going against you. I was like, I ain't trying to hear none of that, Pops. Like, I'm putting hands on these little men. Yeah. So, for you, y'all play the same position. Yeah, we we definitely talk. 
Um, I say not as much now because he's coaching. Right. But um, like my rookie year before, like he used to uh, critique some of my games and tell me certain techniques I could work on, understanding like just understanding football in general, like knowing what's coming before the play happened, like seeing this formation, knowing yeah. what concept may come, what this team may like to do in this uh, certain yard mark, you know, little things like that that he's gained, you know, with his playing days, you know what I mean? But it's definitely valuable you know, being able to have that, you know, in your circle, you know. No doubt. Who's the biggest trash talker you, you've you encountered with? It could be all same team. I ain't going to lie. Jack be talking cash. Kareem. <laughs> he's Kareem, talking, he Kareem be talking be that talking money. Cash. Yeah, he be talking cash, boy. I be looking like, man, yeah, Kareem going to let him have it today, boy. <laughs> Kareem be talking cash, man. And it's fun to see because he like the OG. Yeah. I mean, he be, he be talking cash to the – to the little pups, you know what I mean? This is it's dope to see for real. You know, and he's still he's still doing it year like what 14? 14? Yeah, I think 14? so. Yeah. yeah he's talking he's talking his cash though. <laughs> yeah. Is there any uh, last four games? Is there anyone you're looking forward to playing? Any like you didn't circle circle the last four games? Like this is this is that one. We got a big one this week, uh Saturday night against the Lions. Y'all got a Saturday night game? Yeah, I know. Weird. <laughs> How do I not even? Y'all got a Saturday, bro? What already? I thought that was just a playoff thing. Nah, it's Pre-season? it's crazy how the highlight the schedule is just. I don't know. It's be- weird. Oh, NFL beyond all types of stuff, man. You know, man. So now you got a short week. <laughs> man. Yeah. I mean, not really, but sorta. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, sorta. You know what I mean? Sorta. That short week is Thursday night game, but that is not. Bro. Right. <laughs> yeah. I got I got two this year. In fact, I got I got one coming up in like two weeks. That's, that, yeah, that that short week that short week is something serious. Body banged up at the end of the year. You are like, all right, I got to make this good. Let me just. I got I, I got to make something happen, man. I got I got to get extra recovery. Right. Okay. So you going yeah. against the, you going against the Cal, Cal Bear quarterback Jared Goff. You got a Mons St. Brown. I'm on, I'm on Raw St. Brown coming in. Yeah. Oh, that's probably gonna be your matchup. Okay, we are gonna look up forward to that one. He's going, he's going crazy. You're going crazy this year. Yeah, that's going to be a good battle. Yeah, it's going to be a good little matchup, you know, so. <laughs> right. We're going to have to gotta, tap in. Got to tap in. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday I'm, night. I'm be, I'm be at the hotel anyways, not doing a dang thing, watching watching a little ball. Ain't no yeah. college ball to watch on a Saturday, so I guess I'm tapping in. I love I love it, bro. I love it. Well, shoot, I'm going I'm to let you get out of here. I told you we'll get you out in about 20, 25 minutes. Appreciate you tapping in, bro. Man, appreciate my guy Patrick Sertan the second for tapping in with Off the Edge with me, your host. But I feel so blessed, man. We talk about you know that 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 value. He's bringing value wherever he goes. He's learning to play on the on the ball, off off press, man up, uh, as well as just you know just increasing his value each and every time. Like my guy uh, Shohei Otani over there joining the Dodgers for you know was that ten year seven hundred million dollar contract. I mean. NFL, we need to get there. Whew. You want to throw that my way? I'll take, I'll take what is, you know, whatever that is, 70 a year. <laughs> I'd love that. I'll play another 10 years. That's the only way I'm going to play another 10 years. But, you know, my guy, Patrick Sertain II, he, he gave us what we needed. You know, he's over there with my former head coach, Sean P., you know, the guy who rocks Jays, the, the, the only coach sponsored by Jordan uh, in the league currently. So, you know, it just is what it is. Uh, so I appreciate you guys for tuning in, tapping in. I'll see you guys next time. Till then, you can go ahead, tap in at 
uh, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating. You know, wherever, whoever, whenever, you can always tap in and trust us on Off The Edge, the podcast. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.